1: plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following podcast
0: is a member of the Great Big Owl family.
1: Smursh Pod Royale
0: 7 with Tanya Roberts, Grace Jones, wow. and Christopher Walker. <laughs> as James Bond finally met his match, find out this summer in A View to a Kill. <laughs> Title song performed by Duran Duran.
1: Hello and welcome to Smirch Pod Royale, a podcast celebrating all the Bond films by those who enjoy hate or aren't asked about them hosted by me john rain this week we'll be dealing with cloning horses nazis and elderly access yes it's view to a kill and joining me to dance into the fire is professional Welshman...
0: <laughs> That's my standard intro now, isn't it? Yeah,
1: it is. Dan Thomas, who can be found on Twitter, is at Dan at DanThomasComedy. Hi, Dan. Hello. How are you diddling? I
0: am doing very well, because this is the first time I've appeared on this show, and it's a film I fucking enjoyed.
1: Yay! <laughs> yeah. So what did we We did Lethal Weapon 4. Lethal
0: Weapon 4, Biggles, yeah. and uh, uh, Condo Man.
1: Oh, Yes condom I mustn't forget that
0: and now we're here for a proper Bond a proper Bond in, in every way it really is this is everything yeah. you could want in a Bond film
1: so when did you see this film uh
0: the first time yeah oh I would have been this is maybe one of the first ones I saw it's th- mm. this is the first VHS Bond I mm. owned so I would have watched this 30 times as a child mm. um so this is this is the classic one for me
1: yeah this is the first one I saw at the cinema
0: Oh, of course, there's a little bit of. Uh, yeah. I, uh, yes, I was slightly too young to see it. Living Daylights was mine, so I just missed this one. Yeah. yeah, cool. I was eight.
1: But this is, this is great for kids. Yeah, it is. Well. Especially kids who like their granddad. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me, you know that Clive Dunn show, Granddad? Yeah. It, it's like a Christmas special where granddad's <laughs> got involved in espionage.
0: It's. it's I mean, think, I think Roger is still a fine looking man. Yeah. Because he's not like. He looks 58, but he's a healthy 58. Yeah. Whereas back then. The people in their fifties would have looked like in their mid eighties. Yeah, in fact, there's people in this film who aren't that old, Mm. who are, but because they're British and it's the eighties, look fucked.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is one of the biggest candidates for a Bond film who is exclusively surrounded by old men. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and Patrick Mcnee aren't exactly like an you know exciting double act.
0: No, it's it's, maybe it is that sort of late stage of your career where you just want to hang around with your friends. Mm. You know, he's just doing it for fun at this point, surely.
1: Well, it is fun being James Bond. I
0: don't know. I mean, because I get the sense he didn't like doing this one. No. Didn't everyone, or oh, he hated everyone on it. Yeah, he did. So he kind of been having a wheel a time. I guess the money was fine.
1: Yeah, uh, another one where he signed on at the last minute but said, This is it now. This is the last one I'll do.
0: Yeah, and I, I, but his heart
1: seems in it mm.
0: as much as it can be at that point.
1: Well, this is more stuntman than man in this one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's right. certainly more stuntman than Rodge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And he didn't go on with Grace Jones. No. Which is a shame.
0: Well, I mean, I, I, mean, I don't know Grace Jones personally. Mm. She could be very nice. I'm she's sure not, she's, nice. she's not one of those people that you go, oh, she's the nicest woman in show business. No. Whereas, Ro- I, in fact, I was looking at this yesterday. The reason Grace Jones didn't like Roger Moore is because he supported the South African apartheid regime. Oh, really? But I looked that up and it's like there's no sign that Roger Moore give. I think it was because he made one film in South Africa in the 70s. Probably. Gold. Yeah. Which is a cracking film.
1: Yeah, it is good. Where else are you going to film that? You can't make that in Barnsley. I mean, he's a UNICEF ambassador as well. Exactly. He's not exactly going to support the... Uh, I
0: don't, was he back then or was that something that... Was
1: I think he was by? toying with it back then.
0: Right, so he clearly he's mm. a nice bloke.
1: Yeah. When he died, nothing nasty came out about him, did it?
0: Only really, really lovely things, mm. yeah.
1: Let's see what happens when Grace goes. Well, she hit Russell Harty. Really? Yeah, on telly. Well, well Russell Harty had a chat show where, um, sorry kids, Russell Harty was a chat show host. And like, there's any kids that listen to this. <laughs> um, and he used to have a format where he'd have guests either side, and he'd have to turn his back on one to speak to the other. I've seen this. Yeah, yeah and yeah, she yeah. said, don't turn your back on me, and started slapping him.
0: What? Didn't something terrible happen to Russell Harty? He died. No, but I mean, <laughs> that day. Yeah. Uh, he was, didn't, he, didn't he have some guests on the, that ended his career, or was that...
1: I don't know, I don't think so. Oh, maybe I'm thinking... Rod of... Hull attacked him. I oh, know it was Parkinson. Maybe I'm, think, I'm thinking
0: of the sex pistols on that other show.
1: Oh, yeah, that was Bill Grundy. That's right. Yeah, yeah that yeah, finished yeah. his career, yeah.
0: Yeah, Grace Jones said cunt as well. but She
1: did, and he said, did, did he really say another one? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, this film kicks off with Rog mm, sort of wandering around in the snow.
0: Yeah, well, no, he's not. He's wandering around in a back lot in Pinewood while somebody else wanders around in the snow, and he's yeah. got completely different lighting.
1: Yeah, and he finds a dead agent. God, what a terrible day to be an extra. Yeah. Because
0: they've properly buried that dead fella in the, in the snow. Yeah. And it was... I mean, he's, he would really have got cancer Yeah, back of that because he was all asbestos As- back him, wasn't it?
1: <laughs> <coughs> Yeah. He oh. wasn't at the premiere. No, he wasn't. He was long dead. He was like the fella in Chernobyl in that little tank, his skin all bubbling. Yeah, yeah. Can I go to the premiere? No. You're best not. No. And show it on telly. In here? No, we'd have to put it outside <laughs> the bubble. <laughs>
0: Because the walls all crinkled you're so.
1: very open to infection right now and <laughs> the because at the royal premier of this of course um, uh, Jared Harris turned up and gave that speech at the end of novel, <laughs> pointing at all the red blocks right yes yeah because um, yeah, well, this is all about microchips which yeah. in the mid 80s were very exciting everyone in this is very excited about microchips Yeah,
0: everyone knew microchips they didn't know what the fuck they were no. because they, there's no understanding of the technology whatsoever in this no um, I, I I love the fact that the, I mean it's just a little square thing isn't it that yeah. he takes out the locket which is the first place any anyone's going to look if you was trying to hide it you should have shoved it up his ass. Yeah. And that would have been a
1: great scene. would <laughs> I mean, yeah just, Roger rooting his ass just just shaking off his yeah. ass there going. <laughs> Putting oh. on one of those gloves like in all creatures great and small yeah. getting right in his asshole for king and country. Yeah. But this is quite it's quite a sad moment because when he opens the locket with the microchip there's a little photo of the man's Wife and children. He's another double O agent. Yeah. Sadly dead. Well, we don't know that's who they are. That could be part of his cover. The True, they, they could he could be like stalking them.
0: Yeah, he could be a nutter. This could be the last people he killed.
1: Yeah. We're giving this man this a lot of sympathy here. They always take trophies, don't they, Syracuse? Yes. And that's probably what happened. So that's probably good. Roger's probably like, good, I'm glad you're dead. You're yeah. right, wrong and nasty piece of work. Yeah. Um, but he, he's spotted by the, the Russians. Yeah. I'm presuming it's the Russians. And it's never really explained, is it? Not really. One of them looks like Gordon Brown, right? The helicopter pilot. So this could be after, and it was.
0: For, it was originally going to be filmed in Scotland as yeah. well. So he yeah. could be up against the
1: Scots. Yeah, oh God, you don't want to get up against the Scots, no, do you? no you don't. The Welsh are bad enough. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> so he's chased, and there's a quite exciting chase, which is um, he's left with like the, the paddle of a snow chop, tro- a snow bike thing. I was going to say well, he's on skis, isn't he? I think he's on one ski. He's on one ski, and then he's oh, gets, he's on the thing, yeah, and then yeah. he gets on that, and they start playing California Girls. Yeah, even as a kid, that was naff. I was so embarrassed, even as a kid. Yeah,
0: it's because it has to be said of all the great ski uh, action scenes they've done in Bond, this is fairly mediocre. It's it not is. a
1: great one. Keep cutting to blue screen of Rog looking really. F- he yeah. doesn't look happy in that cagoule. But
0: even as a designed scene, it's it's not that exciting. When you think about the start of uh, "It's Spy You Love Me," isn't it? Yeah. when he came, that's such an exciting scene. Yeah. This is just like oh, just just paint by numbers ski scene. Really. It's
1: like the early guys when you used to watch Ski Sunday, the ones who weren't very good. Yeah, at the beginning. it's like
0: the under sixteens. Yeah,
1: <laughs> like junior kickstart.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's and then and then he gets to wherever he's going, and he's fight. It's a very it's a slightly boring scene.
1: He does ski across the water, though. That's quite exciting. That's
0: sort of exciting. Yeah,
1: because I guess this is the early uh, iteration of snowboarding. Yes, which is now popular with the lads.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You me know, and the lads, the trust fund lads. Yeah, we're always uh, snowboarding round Jemerekine uh, and the like. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, it's it's not that. I was a bit bored at the start.
1: Do you think the woman in the submarine is part of the organisation, or do you think he's kidnapped her in a kind of uh, Silence of the Lambs fashion? She is. She's. They
0: have. Not a lot of people know that in Russia there is a uh, uh, covert submarine Uber. Mm. So he's just he's just app- WhatsApped and she's turned up oh, in I a Papier Maché submarine. It is
1: Papier Maché. Oh, God. And they've put it against the ice and you're supposed to be like, where's he going? And you're like, oh, he's going in that Papier Maché submarine.
0: Yeah, obviously. It looks mm. like. Remember when they did Tracy Island on Yes Peter? <laughs> yeah. Like, it looks like it.
1: It does. Maybe they'd sold out
0: of submarines that year, so they built their own. Thing is, I was watching the making of this and I thought this is going to be one of the lower budget, just crack it up. It wasn't, they spent a long time making that scene, and yeah. a lot of money, and it's, that's what they ended up with. Yeah. Like it's, I say, I'm very positive about this film. Yeah. It doesn't sound great at the start. No. It's not, I'm just saying, comparatively, it's not a great opener. Must stink in that submarine as well.
1: Well, He says something like, does he say it's three days until. Uh, Cal- Calcutta yeah, or, or wherever, I, I forget go. where he's
0: going. Um, but I mean, also, I, I would have loved it if. Because he's 58. Mm. If they be like, uh, what are we going to do for three days? Mm. And I'd love to just smash cut to him, like her in bed, and him next to just reading like, like the Haynes manual, <coughs> just with like a couple of like half moon glasses. Yes. Just, just look. Do you want to fuck? I uh, no. <laughs> I'm I'm old enough to be your father. Do you think there's a toilet in there? No one. Uh, well, you can go out and just shit out the hatch.
1: Not very romantic, though, is it? There's one thing. Well,
0: that... shit in in the same room isn't that romantic either. Yeah, but it's can... like
1: a door or something. Uh, there's something about the image of a fifty-six-year-old Roger or fifty-eight, whatever he is, just crouching outside of the hatch, just dumping. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but there's a lot of things. This film, for some reason, made me realize a bunch of stuff that they don't keep in uh, a Bond film. Like, like, I can imagine Bond having sex. Yeah, but I can't. And I realize this while watching this. I can't imagine Bond actually coming. Because it's that, that, that debonair thing. You can you can fuck debonair. Mm. You can't come in a debonair way. You can go, oh, 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 thank you. There's no, you can't, you can't jizz in character as Bond. No.
1: It, w- it would be like that when South Park did the uh, Indiana Jones episode where right. George Lucas has sex with Indiana Jones. And they do that close-up of him, his cum face. <laughs> and it just looks really or- horrible because it's George Lucas. It'll be like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Imagine, and he's on top of you with his neck skin flapping down on your chin. His sweaty ass going up and down. I, I'm going to say, in his defence of the late Roger Moore, mm. I think he was bone dry all the time. Do you think? Yeah. No sweat. I don't think he was much of a sweater.
1: Do you think he was like Prince Andrew, that he'd had some sort of event that just scarred him he
0: would have had a number of, look, that prince andrew has one whatever happened to him and he can't sweat Some the things bond stuff. has been through yeah.
1: he's not sweating no he's
0: lucky if he can build up spit
1: do you think maybe that woman is less on there as a sex object and more sort of a life form that he can suck sustenance from
0: i think he is probably just hanging out with her just Find out what the kids are into these days. Just mm. try and say so he doesn't, because he probably would feel old, but he's just like, What's happening in the uh, hit parade? Snowboarding. Snowboarding? Yeah. Anything else?
1: Uh, swatches.
0: Swatch. Have you heard of someone called Wham?
1: <laughs> I assume it's some sort of sound.
0: <laughs> what is a Rubik's Cube?
1: <laughs> that's Q's working on that, sure. Yeah. Exploding one.
0: That's actually that's a good point. It feels it's like a... in the 80s that would have been something he did.
1: Yeah, well, we'll come yeah. on to that later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but when he gets back, uh, he's met with Q, who's very excited about his sex robot. <sighs> Can you imagine if you are actually M and, and your elderly gadget man brings that in? Yeah. You'd be that... like, when's it in the shops? It's no, an... no, no, it's no, it's not a toy. It's a sophisticated... It's very
0: sophisticated. It's covert. No one... Because it blends in mm. to, to where, Q? You know, robot dog conferences? <laughs> Mate, yes, it's time to retire, but right? you're not you're not well. He calls it a uh, highly sophisticated surveillance robot. <laughs> There's a thing about that. There's a bit where he picks it up and puts it down yeah. on the thing, and it just they haven't done any like sound
1: effects on it. It just sounds like a cheap plastic yeah. piece of shit. It's like a tonker. He may as well have a like a Zoids thing that he's made. Yeah, it that he just wheels in.
0: It, it's probably all it was. It yeah. just sprayed out that's the thing this feels like a cheap film but I
1: know it wasn't. No. Or if Q is to say look I am retiring and I'm going into robot wars with this.
0: That will be like yeah. that
1: is good that you have something because we were
0: worried we've been worried about you for a while now.
1: He's called so fuck a lot. Can't call him that.
0: <laughs> you can't just doggy style. No. Mm, yeah, all right, do that then. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but uh Bond comes in and uh, he uh, Q's excited to show him at the um, uh, to tell him about the microchip that he's, he's got, and it's a copy of one that's already in production. Yeah. So there's obviously some sort of mole or something going on. Yeah. So Q puts it into the uh, micro comparator. Yeah. But as he does so, you get unfortunately a very good close up of his hands, which are now in an elderly state. Yeah. And they look like off sausages <laughs> <laughs> with fingernails glued on them, which they were. That's yeah.
0: that's that's a lot of where the money went was. Um, making false hands for Desmond Cuellin.
1: Do you think it was the Jim Henson Creature Workshop?
0: It was... uh, No, because they did good work. This was hammered together by whoever did the fucking robot dog. (laughs) I I love the fact... It's very patronizing, that scene. Mm. It's like, you could have just told us... He says, well, look, this is a microchip, and this is a microchip, and we've analyzed it, and um, they're they're the same design. We were like, okay, got it, plot point. Lovely. He goes, Mm. no, we've built this piece of shit, and the thing that is... Very patronising, that they have to have him... Like, it, it sort of folds over itself. Yes. To just... We would have got it.
1: Mm. We're not idiots. Do you think they later melted down Q to make him into the Samiad from Five Children and It? Melted him down? Yeah. I think leave him up in the sun for an afternoon and he would have gone. Because <laughs> he...
0: Because <laughs> he used to burn, didn't he, really easily, Desmond well. and So when he did Licence to Kill, they wouldn't let him out. Yeah. Because it wouldn't look like he had just come from Swindon or wherever the fuck he lives.
1: Yeah, he did burn really easily. Yeah. Um, so then um, they go to the. They basically say, Ma- we think Max Zorin is a bit dodgy. So they base gonna- that on nothing, by the way. Based on nothing.
0: On nothing. Yeah. They just go, what about Zorin? Well, it can't be him. the fucking. It's going to be in yeah. it. Yeah. There's probably a lot of people working in that organization. Mm. And, but there, we've got to move the pot along because we're nearly six minutes in.
1: And we're going to go to the horse races. Yes.
0: Where Louis Maxwell is, I'm pretty sure, playing it drunk.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And they've given her a horrible dress to wear. She looks like a nan's couch. Y-
0: yes, but and then but she's the same age as Roger. Hmm. It's f- that's what she should be wearing. Hmm. I'm 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 fine with it and she's having a nice day. She's out the office for the first time in a while. She's got a nice hat. So nice. wait a minute, wait a minute. I just wait, wait a minute. When Roger Moore turns up, she's already got the hat.
1: Yes. But Is they that...
0: haven't figured out that Zorin's going to be at the races.
1: No, but I think they say we're going to go there now. Oh, so they're already suspicious for yeah. no reason. All right, yeah. fair enough then. So they don't need Bond really. No. 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 But we meet Tibbet, which is uh, Patrick McNee. The lovely Patrick McNee. The lovely Patrick McNee. Yeah. Bet he was a goer. But you bet he was, or do yeah. you have any inside oh, no, information? No, I, just, I just assume.
0: I mean, he's quite a portly gent. Yeah. I mean, how much action? I mean, he's next to Roger Moore. Is he?
1: You know when they called him Roger Moore?
0: It His birth name? Yes, yeah, his name. <laughs> Patrick McNee does have a very funny story behind his name. He used to fuck with his knee.
1: Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to see that. (laughs) I'll send you something from my personal stash. Is there a Pornhub category for that?
0: Uh, No, it's it's,
1: it's all on the BBC. But we see that Pegasus is uh, Zorin's horse. Yeah. And it wins quite comfortably. Yeah. And McNee suspects foul play. (laughs) Yeah. This horse always wins, he says. And then he says something like,
0: actually, he has a line, like, it seems suspicious. I can't remember. He has something. And then Roger Moore says, well, maybe he's getting injections. Well, I mean, that's sort of, everyone knows that. Patrick McGee's in the industry. Actually, what is Patrick McGee? He's a horse trainer who's also a spy.
1: Uh, I think he's just like a horse trainer advisor to to MI6. Yeah, although he does start working undercover. And then he starts working undercover. Yeah.
0: What? He's. What
1: is his gig? He's just on for a jolly, isn't he? There's
0: a lot of stuff in this film that is like, I don't think these people know how the espionage business works.
1: No. No, I mean, none of it's spying, is it? No.
0: It's like Murder Mystery Weekends. Well, hang on now, because I do quite a lot of them, and it's uh, more
1: do complex you? than you think. Do you act in them? No. I, 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 go I solve them. Do you? I didn't know this about you. I, it's quite nice. Is it? Well, I mean, it's a,
0: it depends who's doing it. Sometimes it can be a bit cringy with the acting. Mm. Um but the mystery itself, I, I, I like a mystery.
1: Do you? Yeah.
0: Would you ever be in one? No, because I, I <laughs> a while back we had a dinner mystery thing. Uh, I talked to the actor after and he said 75 uh, quid a night. He's like, for this. Because you're there for three hours and you got to bring his own PA. Hmm. And <laughs> right? you get fed. Doesn't even get fed. He oh. didn't even get fed. Oh. It is bullshit. Oh, so right. no, I wouldn't be in it. No. But, you know what? He's a struggling actor. You've got to make ends meet. Fine. I'm not
1: judging. It was Benedict Cumberbatch. It, that man was Benedict Cumberbatch. Wow. It's only five quid, though. Well... You only got 60 for Sherlock. 60... Well, yeah. 60 quid episode, But they do feed fine. you.
0: And it's about 15 quid voucher. Yeah. So it's about the same.
1: Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so, they say to Bond, you're going to go need to speak to a, a horse expert about doping. Right. Uh, and, and it's a man called... Achille Aubergine.
0: Is this... I mean, they just didn't give a fuck at that point, did <laughs> they? They got a French dictionary and flipped to, like, page three of the A's. I went, hmm. that'll do.
1: Achille Aubergine is possibly one of my favourite characters in James Bond, though. Right. Because he's clearly a pervert. Uh, talk me through that. Well... Is yes, it because he's French? It's, he's French, <laughs> so yes. Uh, his name's Achille Aubergine. Right. Uh, which makes him sound it like... He didn't mean anything back then.
0: There weren't emojis back then. It's a much more kinky thing now.
1: No, well, of course. But I just mean that he sounds in your head like a children's book where there's a little aubergine man with a little uh, beret. Yeah. And he's like, hello, I'm going to teach you about maths. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a kilo machine." Except with a French accent. But instead of that, it's, it's a Frenchman
0: with terrible teeth yeah. and bad lip syncing.
1: Yes, bad lip syncing. And he says the line, um, security is formidable. But the key to this mystery is there and I, Akil Aubergine, intend to find it. And then he dies. And then he dies. Ugh! In a nonsense way. Oh. Um,
0: the butterfly assassination.
1: But he also, the reason I'm saying it's perfect. pervert, it's just slightly before that. Mm. When the Dominique, the butterfly lady, is doing mm. her dance, surrounded by, by butterflies, so she's like kind of bringing them down like the dove from above. Yeah. Uh, he, he turns to Bond and says, perhaps we should have this butterfly to our collection. huh?" In a kind of we're going
0: to have... Oh, we're going to bang the poor yeah. woman on
1: stage. Yeah.
0: Oh, God. I mean... I hadn't read it that way, but... Oh, God. Maybe maybe he didn't mean that. Maybe you just thought, oh, I'm going to just keep this, this Papi Masé butterfly. Mm. Um, I'm, I collect Papi Mashe
1: butterflies. I don't
0: know. I'm, everyone needs Arby.
1: That's true. But then again, you know, if you were having dinner and Roger Moore and Akira Dobijin went on stage and gang banged a woman, it's better than the entertainment that was going on, isn't it?
0: Um, I mean... I mean, the word better is doing a lot of heavy lifting in that sentence, isn't it? If you went, oh, we, yeah, did you go to Paris? Yeah, we went to Paris. We went up the Eiffel Tower. You know, they've got the cafe there now. they got the cafe there now. And um, I had the soup. You had the soup as well. Yeah. And then we watched um, we watched two old men fuck a woman on stage <laughs> at three in the afternoon. What was it like? I mean,
1: good. <laughs> better than I was expecting. Yeah. Last time it was just some sort of karaoke. Yeah. I mean, we, we went to Disneyland, and it weren't the same. No. Well, they probably do that now with animatronics, wouldn't they? <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you want to fuck a snowman?
1: <laughs> it's a spunk world after all. Oh. You've got a bunch of these written down, I can see. I haven't. I haven't <laughs> that's <laughs> the top of my head. Um, so, Rog sees the assassin who's dressed in black like a ninja.
0: Yeah, who luckily has brought the same outfit as the, as the person with the fishing rod yes. and the butterfly. What yeah. a bit of
1: luck. Yeah. It feels like there was better ways to do it. You mean like shooting them?
0: Shooting him or just following on, ramming him.
1: Bringing the hot air balloon from later, just parking it outside the Eiffel Tower, sniper rifle.
0: Yeah, anything. All yeah. this. Also, he has no valuable information.
1: No. He, he not So what do you know? Well, only
0: that there's... stud <laughs> can't do the Stud cell, Can't do the stud cell. And it's like, I feel like, I feel like, that's openly available information. Mm. There's no need to kill a man for it. There's in no fact there's no need to go to Paris to meet a guy to get it. No. Phone him.
1: It could have, they could have poisoned his soup.
0: They could have poisoned his soup.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, could have. Um, I mean, it just it seems a lot of effort. I mean, I didn't even know where you get poisoned
1: butterflies. No. Was I don't. it
0: poisoned or was it just pointy e and it just goes into his jugular. It's unclear. It's unclear. Yeah. Isn't
1: it? I'm guessing poison tipped butterflies.
0: Yeah. Which are
1: even harder to find. They are. Butterflies aren't poisonous by nature, are they? Well, paper ones fucking aren't. Paper ones aren't, no, especially. But real butterflies are lovely by nature. Yeah. They flitter around and bring joy to the world. Apart from when we <laughs> murdered them, stick them on a board. Also, I
0: I, I am a big fan of of uh, physical effects. And the way they've done it is they've reversed the footage of it being yanked off him. So it's just, it's a very long shot. And goes, <laughs> before he gets
1: pulled off and he has to just... He gets pulled off? He gets pulled off. Jesus Christ. Which, again, French. What a way to go. Yeah. Right, bad, bad bit. You're gonna get a dart in your face. Yeah. Good bit. Someone's gonna wank you off. You're gonna get tossed off, and then die of
0: a butterfly thing, and you are of no value to anyone. I'll take it. That scene. If I don't know why they've done that scene. You know. It it seems like a lot of money to spend. Build a set. Build a bunch of butterflies. Train a fisherman to to fly. To to fly a butterfly when he could have just been. We've just had information from our man in Paris. That's all they had to do.
1: Mm. Yeah. And all or, just let Aubergine give Bond that information. Wait for Bond to come to the stud sale. Murder him.
0: Yeah. It feels like that scene is there to justify the, the car chase scene that they'd already filmed.
1: Yes. So Bond chases the ninja, well, we don't know it's a lady yet, uh, out onto the Eiffel Tower. There's a lot of stuntmen here running mm. up and down the stairs. He gets incapacitated by a fishing rod.
0: Yes, what is that about? She throws mm. the fishing rod at him and he's like, oh, yeah. it's
1: a fishing rod. It's like Naked Gun when they get the pillow. Yes,
0: yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is. It's like,
1: that's not going to take him out. No, but it does. He gets his legs caught up in it. Oh, God. And then um, she jumps off the top of the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Which, you know, is quite fun.
0: Which she had planned for. Mm. Like, how did she know this was going to happen? She could have just run downstairs. Yeah. I'm well, just. Got on top of the lift like in Superman 2. Got on top of the lift. Yeah. She had options. she had to carry. Also, she's got to carry that baggy thing around now. She's, mm. She has got a. Actually, there's no way she's wearing a parachute either under that oh, fairly tight fitting thing. No. And she doesn't pick it up. She's supposed to be wearing it the whole time. Yes. Logic
1: problem. Yeah, it is a problem. Also, the stuntman doing this, um, they got in trouble. One of them did because they're only supposed to do it once. Yeah. And then the other one thought, one of the stuntmen thought, tell you what, it'd be really funny if I went back at night time and no one was there and did it again. Right, and uh, it caused a massive diplomatic incident.
0: Mm. Life imitating art, exactly.
1: Yeah, but Bond chases. um, He he runs down, gets in a cab from a stereotypical Frenchman who's who's standing there drinking wine. Might be Ribena. Might be Ribena. Doubt though. No, it's wine. He goes, "Oh, my taxi, (laughs) Uh, Macabre." Yeah, Macabre. And he drives off, and then we get the. It's quite a good stunt sequence. It's not bad. It's it's. Remy Julian, who's actually the best uh, in the business, who's doubling Roger with a—he's got this some sort of like hamster on his head, right? When he goes under the barrier and it chops off the top of the car and he sits up, you can see it's him wearing this orange wig. Looks like Donald oh, Trump. It's actually Remy Julian, is it? Yeah, guy? yeah, it's Remy Julian. Oh, okay, he looks like Donald Trump.
0: Oh, that's a shame.
1: Yeah.
0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
1: But it, it all climaxes, as it were. Yeah. Uh, on the, on the, Seine, the scene, Yeah. Uh, with Bond jumping into a wedding cake on someone's wedding. You've missed the point where the car gets cut off. Oh, yeah. But, you know, guys that saying... Yeah, oh, that's dog shit. that it bit is, as it? well.
0: Yeah. Because um, it's a perfect cut. Yeah. And again, I appreciate how it was done because they just, uh, electromagnets, mm-hmm. and then at the right moment, somebody turned the electromagnet off. So it's like, I quite like the fact that it's not CGI in the old days. They had to have like proper mechanical stunts. So that's, I appreciate this, that scene f- from that point of view.
1: Mm. Remy Julien. Though. And I do like precision driving. Yes. Especially the the front wheel drive thing where he's just going along with the front wheels. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, good. Yeah. Then he jumps out and jumps onto the boat. Then he's on the boat. Ruins a wedding. Well, he's done that in the past, I'm sure. He ruined his own. But <laughs> I'd like to be, uh, I, if it was my wedding, I'd be very cross. Would you? Yeah, if an old man fell through the skylight like, onto my wedding cake. Oh, I and never then thought had of the brass again. balls to hand a bit of it to someone and just say, Congratulations.
0: If, let me ask you a question. Mm. If it was just a random old man yeah. falling through.
1: like one of them, Would you be angry or would you be like, Are you all right? I'd be quite angry. Would you? If it was like one of the last of summer wine blokes. Yeah, what if it was like a Peter Salis? Yeah. <laughs> can't see Salis doing that. But if it happened, you'd be like, yeah. well, I didn't know he slattered in. If it was Salis, my first thought was, I thought it would be Compo. I'd have thought it would be. Yeah. <laughs> but would you be, still be angry? Would it be
0: like, it was, you know what? Who booked Compo?
1: Yeah, no, I'd be quite happy if it was Peter Salis. Yeah. Who was he? Was he Clegg? Uh,
0: Salis was, oh God, I can't believe he was Clegg
1: now. Yeah. Yeah, Bill Owen was Compo.
0: That's a good point, actually. This film, in a lot of ways, is just a big budget remake of *After the Summer Wine*. Yeah. Oh.
1: yeah, it'd be much better if it was just instead of Grace Jones, it was like a Nora Batty something. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just or or a combination of the two. Just I can imagine Grace Jones in a tabard, yeah, with with like a rolling pin,
1: yeah, and a broom, and chasing a, him yeah, down the road with curlers. I'm like, saying, "Oh, I love you, Mayday." <laughs> Uh, but basically, Bond gets, Mayday gets away in a waiting speedboat driven yeah. by Crystal Walken. Yeah. Who we didn't mention earlier is in it.
0: Crystal Walken is in it, yeah. Yeah, he's, is, the, he's Max he, Sorin.
1: He's very good. He is good. Um, they wanted David Bowie, apparently. Um, so they've just gone to
0: David Bowie's stylist. Yeah.
1: And just uh, said, just, just do He looks good him. with blonde hair, though. He does. Yeah, I don't know why he didn't do it more often. Is that the only time we went blonde? I'm pretty sure.
0: I Doesn't think he? He, I think he had fairer hair in the early days because I, I remember. Yeah, I watched the first film he was ever in as a lead. Um, it was a horror film set in a European mental hospital. Oh, That's, I can't remember what it's called now, but he, he was very good in that. I think he had fair hair. You remember? I, mean, I only remember one bit of it, and there was a great line. He was like "I don't care if you're a girl, a punch in the mouth." <laughs> That's all I remember. Where's fucking... this been hidden? I don't know, look at, we're looking up somewhere. It's, no, it's no, no, no. I mean, first... this fucking Crystal Walken impression. Oh yeah, I do. Uh, this is I... like
1: the fourth one we've done. <laughs> that's that's. Well, not... he wasn't in the others, was he? <sighs>
0: Honestly, I, 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 I'll be honest with you. I, I anyone who knows me mm. knows that I do three impressions, and his is the main one. What's the other two? Uh, George and Zippy. Okay. Which I will also, if you like, break out later. Okay, when please. it's appropriate to yeah. the plot. Please, yeah.
1: So you do George Zippy and Crystal Walkers? Yeah, the the unmade Rainbow pilot in, yeah. in America. Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm. I I heard Jeffrey died. <laughs> Get me in. <laughs> I want to read for it. I got
1: the chops. <laughs> oh dear! What a what a pleasant surprise! <laughs> wow. Um, so Bond. Um, wow. Uh, where are we? <laughs> Sorry. Right, so Bond's going to go to the stud sale now. Yeah. Him and Tibbet arrive. Tibbet's pretending to be his driver. Yep. And he arrives and gives his name as St. John Smythe. Yep. Couldn't he have thought of a better name?
0: I, do you know what? I was probably in my mid 20s
1: before I found out that was supposed to be St. John. I know, same here. I, yep.
0: I thought it was S I N J U
1: N. Am Is, I saying that right? Does that mean it's St. John's Ambulance? It's St. John's Ambulance. Yeah. Does that mean it's only picking up people called St. John?
0: Yes, or he, or he drives it.
1: Oh. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Yeah, me too. When I saw it written down, I thought, St. John? Yeah. I'd have picked a better name than St. John Smythe. Well, I mean, what what name would you have gone with? Paul Horses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Paul Horses. I just love horses. <laughs> I love horses, best of all the animals. I love horses, they're my friends. That's what I said. Uh, we will take you to your uh, room. (laughs) He (laughs) just keeps singing about horses (laughs) all the time. That bit where they put the dictaphone on, when him and Tibbet are arguing. Yeah. Can you, what's Sinjin Smythe doing in his room now? They turn it on, it's just, I love horses. He's singing that all day. Clopity club, cloppity (laughs) club. I love horses.
0: Is he all right? He's fine. (laughs) He just loves horses, bless him. I love the fact that they've got the little dictaphone. There is, there's no gadget there. They built right. a dog, but mm-hmm. they haven't gone. Wouldn't there be something like a little version of this? No, mm-hmm. that's an Argos. Even then, fourteen ninety nine to get those fucking things. Easily, yeah.
1: And they must. There's a, probably a scene somewhere where it's just them in a recording studio, just yeah. having a pretend argument with one another. That would be. I. I would watch just that. That would mm. be an Edinburgh show. Do we think that him and Tibbet are a couple? Um. What evidence have you noted? They're very uh, bickery-like couples, and they go out onto the balcony, and, and they have matching tracksuits. Yeah. They have those crushed velvet tracksuits they've got later.
0: You are describing relationships that a lot of my older relatives have with just people they golf with.
1: So are you saying this is a Welsh thing?
0: <laughs> I think it's a golfer thing. Yeah. I think they golf together. I don't mm. think they're bumming. I um, I'm not, it's fun, I didn't know. say bumming. I just meant a couple. Oh, I mean, yeah, together are one, the sex has gone bad, if exactly, anything. we did. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, I would say that there is some evidence that uh, Bond is a fan of Quim.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah. Generally. Medicine Woman. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: Yes, correct. Yeah, because she's in Devil Let Die. die. Um, uh, yes. So um, I would say probably not. No. But uh, I'll leave you to your fantasy.
1: I just think him and Patrick Munee look like a li- nice couple.
0: They look like, I'd love to hang out with them. Mm. And, but I, if, if they're a couple, I'm, I'm really... That's why he gets a bit jealous then, when yes, Stacey Sutton turns up. isn't yes. Listen, listen they, my, part of my job is pretending that I like girls. Mm. All right? I'm going to go indoors now and have a shower. I assume you'll be joining me. <laughs> yes.
1: Right. And Tibbet could say, well... Part of my job is pretending to be your driver, but I can't pretend that I don't love you.
0: And then music swells. Then John Barry swells. Swells. In in his groin.
1: (laughs) This is fucking great, this. I've been wasting so many films for this. Go on, give him one. John, no, that's not what's happening. No. No. Oh.
0: I have no idea if that that could have been a bang on John Barry for all I know.
1: Yeah, he was northern,
0: was he? Yeah. Oh, that, that's probably what he sounded like. That. It's
1: in the region. He was yeah. very grumpy, northern man. So like they, like they all are. Yeah. I'm not generalising, but they are. <laughs> they are all grumpy. <sighs> uh, so Bond then goes into the party in his white tux. Yep. Puts on very old man glasses so he can spy through the yes. window. Yeah, they don't do him any favors. They're huge. I like Michael Caine glasses from the '80s. But they're they
0: age appropriate. Mm. Sometimes they do just. There's a few age appropriate things that happen here. He he does dress a bit like an older gentleman now, which I like.
1: And they're sort of like you know, old people tend to get those glasses where you go outside and they go dark. Yeah, and you go yes. in and they go light. Yeah. They do that literally.
0: Yeah, mm. I think they're fine for him. Mm. You know, he, bear, he's fifty-eight. Mm. He's probably got a colostomy bag under that jacket
1: as well. And that was much older in those days, 58. Yeah. Now you're a spring chicken.
0: Um, Why, well, who's 58 these days? Who's a, who's a big 58-year-old? Who's 58? Uh, who's
1: 58? Uh, Clooney? Clooney's probably about that.
0: Oh, yeah, spring chicken, yeah, you're quite yeah. right.
1: Yeah. There you go. But he's wandering around the party, and he meets um, Zorin's friend. Oh, the old German man. The old house Nazi, as my friend Stephen <laughs> called him. Um <laughs> Yeah, who's wearing? Who wears a monocle? I mean, I mean, if you were trying to just, 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 you know, if Soren says to him in his Christopher Walken voice, "Do us a favor, just blend in. Don't try and look like a Nazi. Don't
0: artsy. you're freaking people out. <laughs> Don't say Hans Glaube sounds kind of Nazi. Come up with a better name. <laughs> what is his name now? What's his fake name? Doctor Karl Mortner. Doctor Karl Mortner. That's it. Yeah. Yes, what if I? What if I was? Uh, Dr. Karl Mortner, still kind of German-sounding. I don't think anyone's going, oh, he's probably, you know, French. <laughs> they're looking at the, the eye and the hair and the, the accent and the Nazi fucking name, and they're going, Nazi. <laughs> just, why can't you... I'm going to call you Jeff. Jeff? Just, everyone asks, you're just Dr. Jeff. <laughs> With the horses. Okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god. Just do your best.
1: <laughs> and then he completely forgets. Carl
0: Mortner. God damn it, fine.
1: <laughs> but he starts talking to Bond about how cloning cloning could be possible.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe don't mention the cloning thing. It's kind of a clue. <laughs> yeah, I clone humans and kills them. Oh, god
1: damn. <laughs> But as he's talking to him, um, Mayday sort of takes him away from that. Yeah. Because then Stacey Sutton arrives in a helicopter. Yeah. To to have a meeting with Zorin. Yeah. But is it before, it's after the meeting, isn't it, where Bond takes over a champagne glass and a bottle?
0: Yeah. And uh, it says, uh, just uh, fancy a fuck. Mm. And she's like, no, fair enough, then. (laughs) That's that's about the scene, isn't it? Pretty much. And... um, just be, She's come over to collect a cheque. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people travelling for no reason in this film. Yes.
1: Do a backs. Yeah. Did, I mean, they didn't even have. Do they have faxes in 1985? They right? have faxes. Yeah. You can wire money. Yeah. You don't need to be flying people to France to give them a cheque for crying out loud. She takes the cheque, though. She takes the cheque. But we later on find out she ripped it up. Yeah. Idiot. And it's a good thing that's the only cheque he's written
0: that day for Bond to find 10 minutes later. Isn't it? Because
1: he goes in the office. And he does that kind of like um, when you used to pay for things with credit cards in the eighties. <laughs> yeah, ch- yeah, he yeah. does that on the machine, and we get the full cheque come through.
0: And there's only, only one. It doesn't explain it's one piece of paper in there. I don't know how that system works. It's fine. It should
1: have been like the Big Lebowski. He should have done that, and then it should have come out, and it was just a picture of cock and balls, <laughs> yes, <laughs> with spunk emanating from the crown, <laughs> from the crown, from the crown, and, and flies flying around the patch <laughs> on the floor.
0: Like I can say yeah. this is a film I enjoyed but there was room for improvement.
1: I always say that this is the funniest Bond film. Not meant to be, but it's the funniest <laughs> Bond film. Um it's got so many it's so much gold in it. It's yeah. It feels very much It's very workmanlike.
0: It feels like if British, British Leyland made Bond films, <laughs> it's like that. Good. Yeah, we make them in factory. Yeah. Uh, it's just they just run if I watch the making of uh, right. And there's a bit where it's just all these people who just look like they're putting cars together. Yeah. And they don't even say action. There's a bit, they were filming a bit by the mines at the end and Chris Walton's supposed to come on on that little thing that he's pushing, that little yes. trailer thing. And yeah. they don't even say action. They just go, all right, go on, Chris. <laughs> now, yeah, okay. <laughs> and it just, it's just feels like just a sharp floor, mm. And I'm not against it. No. I'm, I'm glad it feels like when Dalton came in and especially then, obviously when Brosnan came in it felt like much more of an international proper big film but at this yeah. point it, it's very much its own
1: thing well because they've been doing it two every year for since 1962 yes but yeah. it if,
0: if feels back in the 60s it had some more everything was trying to be different and it was it felt like you were trying to create a brand and by this point it was kind of a tired brand that nobody had thought to Revitalized yet? Mm. So it, is, it was a tired version of what it had been, just going over the same. Like this is essentially this is a lot of plot points of Goldfinger. Yeah, yeah. Um, and again, I'm not against this film, but it no. does feel at some points shoddy. Yeah, um, recycled, recycled. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Phoning it in a bit, but yeah. it's still quite fun. And that's end of part one of this episode of Smirchpod. We'll be back later in the week with part two. So please stick around, but in the meantime, why not like, subscribe, review, enjoy, share, tell everybody you like. And, you know, why not even buy Thunderbug? Hey, why not? See you next time. SmurshPod <laughs> Royale. Great big.